Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Do you feel like you keep dating people who won't commit and you've struggled in your dating life? You've gone through all these breakups, or maybe you've even struggled to consistently date and stay in the dating game. And you are actually the one who struggles to commit and let your walls down. I know how exhausting this can be when you have this desire on your heart that you really want that partner, that best friend, that person to build a life with, and yet your dating life is just going nowhere and you can't seem to find a person to build a healthy relationship with. I just know how frustrating that is. And I was able to take everything I know from clinical psychology and attachment theory research and NLP belief work and build a program that can help you no matter what your past has been, even if you've never had a healthy relationship before in your life, this program will help you become the securely attached, healthy, high self-worth version of you who effortlessly attracts that partner that you've always wanted. So spots are really limited. We can only take a small amount of people every month. And I want to invite you to not wait on your healing. Love is for those who are willing to be brave and do the work And you are so deserving of removing the barriers to everything you desire. So I just want to invite you, apply to the Empowered, Secure, Loved program. You get coaching with me and you will be able to embody that version of you that you deserve. And spots, once again, are super limited. So make sure you apply. You can find the link in my Instagram bio. My Instagram handles Dr. Morgan Coaching, and the link will also be in the show notes. I'm so excited for you to embody that healthy, securely attached version of you. You are so worthy of it. It's your host, Dr. Morgan, and today's episode is going to be all about building healthy relationships. And we're going to go deep on some questions I've gotten regarding dating. We're going to dive into the juicy, juicy topic of dating multiple people at once. Why do we do this? Uh, How do we do it successfully? Um, And I'm just going to answer some of the general questions I've gotten about that topic. And I'm also going to give you some tough, tough love from yours truly. So this is going to be a fun episode. I'm excited to talk with you all. 
Thank you for being a loyal listener. I want to encourage you, if you haven't done it, please leave me a written five-star Apple podcast review. That is the best way to help the show. If you just take two minutes to leave a review, that will help more people find the show. And if it's been helpful to you in any way, just know that by you leaving a review, you're giving someone else the chance to find the show and get that same help that you've gotten. So please help me help others. I would really, 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 really appreciate it. It means the world to me. I read every review. It just takes a couple of minutes. Just go to Apple Podcasts, find the show, scroll all the scroll all the way down, and you can leave a written review. Okay, y'all. The first topic I'm getting into is dating multiple people. And here's the thing. I feel like this has gotten a really bad reputation where we might associate it with being a player or not being serious about commitment. Or if you're dating multiple people, then you don't really want a serious relationship. However, when we really are coming from a place of secure attachment, we have high self-worth, we know what we want in a partner, and we're really committed to bringing that person into our life, we can actually reframe dating multiple people as a way to show that we've really made dating a priority in our lives, that we're opening ourselves up. So let's talk about healthy ways to do this versus unhealthy ways. So healthy, actually, I'm going to start with the unhealthy. Let's start with the unhealthy and we'll move towards what you should do. So what not to do is using dating multiple people as a way to get your needs met and not have to go deep with anyone. So having all these connections, knowing all these people and using it as a way to prevent yourself from getting really vulnerable from one person, right? You're just kind of constantly filling the voids or getting your needs met by having these very surface level relationships. And anytime something gets tough or maybe the define the relationship conversation comes up, You could just pull away from one person and go to someone else and you're not having to really show up and do any relationship work because you're just having fun, right? Here's my disclaimer. There are seasons and there are times when all people want to do is have fun. And hey, if that's where you're at, I respect it. I get it. Been there myself. But I'm talking about, are you ready to really build a great relationship? You really want a partner. If that's the case, dating multiple people is not going to be designed to just help you have fun and just have surface level connections and just get your needs met, right? There's a very different way to approach it, which I'll I'll talk about. So other unhealthy, unhelpful things that we can do when dating multiple people is just overfilling your calendar to where... And hey, I've been guilty of this. In a big city, it's also really easy to do this. Like in a San Diego and LA and New York, it's really easy to just have a different date every night of the week, right? You could have four to five, six different dates a week. Um, you could book them out on the same day. 
right? You could have three dates in a day on a Saturday. It's totally possible. People do it. And here's the issue with that. If you're overbooking your calendar, I know that you're depleting your energy and you're just not allowing yourself to be as well taken care of. And you're just not going to show up at the level and energy that you need to for dating if you're over if you're overbooking yourself. And it also gets to a place where you're just not as present, you're not as engaged, you're just kind of going through the motions, right? When we when we have too much of something, we tend to not show up as engaged for it. So once again, I've talked about making dating sustainable. And part of that is blocking off your calendar where you are able to date in a consistent way. And maybe that does look like two or three dates a week. You want it to be taking up space in your life so that you can maintain the energy output so that you don't get burnt out on dating. Because what I see people do is they go through these periods where they're just going on so many dates and they're spending all their time on the apps and they're going full throttle, full throttle, hundred miles an hour in their dating life. And then they crash and burn and they get burnt out and they want nothing to do with dating. And then the next three months we see them saying, I'm a girl's girl. I go on trips all the time. I just care about my girls. Like then they take a whole 360 and get completely out of the dating game. And then we see them back in the dating game. And this toxic cycle continues where just like with health and fitness, just like with taking care of your body, you need habits and routines that are sustainable, right? So if you're dating multiple people and you are just jam-packing your calendar, you're going to get burnt out and that's not a not a healthy way to do it. So I talked about two of the main concerns I have with dating multiple people, which is allowing it to prevent you from building any depth, right? Using it as a way to just kind of get your needs met, but not intentionally growing with anyone. So it's it's essentially an avoidant attachment strategy to create a ton of distance and you don't have to really be vulnerable, which makes it less scary. And if something tough comes up, then you can just say, oh, I'm just going to go talk to the other person, right? So that's a very unhealthy way of using dating multiple people. And then I also talked about the possibility that you would just jam pack your calendar and you'd get really burnt out and you just have too much energy output and you might stop taking care of yourself and then you're totally burnt out on dating and you don't want to do it. And that's not going to work, right? So those are my main concerns. An additional concern I have, which I'll talk about here and how to do this in a healthy way. Additional concern is not being able to communicate about dating multiple people. So really struggling with having those open, honest, direct conversations with your partner where you're sharing, hey, you know, I'm still getting to know people. We're not exclusive yet. Right. And if you can't have the conversations openly and honestly, and maybe you're keeping things hidden, um, that also is not a great foundation for a relationship. And that's not a healthy way to be dating multiple people. Okay. So let's move on to what should you do? How do you do this in a healthy way? Number one, I want to talk about the mindset 
the, the mindset with being open to dating multiple people is you are open for connection. You are allowing yourself to connect with numerous people and you are allowing yourself to intentionally invest your energy and you are not going all in. Essentially, you're not putting all of your relationship eggs. We have Easter that just happened. So you're not putting all your relationship eggs in one basket. You are intentionally testing out the waters with multiple people and you are gathering the data and you are learning about yourself and what you want. And you're learning about who would you like to invest more energy with. And by having multiple people that you're getting to know, you learn a lot more about you. You learn about partners and you also learn the really important truth, which is abundance mindset. There are a lot of people in the world. There's a lot of people who would be really excited to date you. And by dating multiple people, you confirm that for yourself, which empowers you. Abundance mindset empowers you to make better relationship decisions because you know, hey, the partner I desire really is available to me. Look at all this opportunity I have. I can make great relationship decisions. So that's some of the mindset, how we want to go into it. And the second thing I want you to consider is awareness of intentionally investing. You want to intelligently, intentionally invest in the relationships that you want to grow. You want to practice discernment. Right. So if I'm dating multiple people, let's say I'm in early, early relationship stage, no more than three or four dates with any one person I'm seeing, and I have multiple people I'm getting to know, I'm using that time to collect data and I'm using it as a way to learn hey, how did I feel when I was on XYZ date? How did I feel with? this person. And you're saying, oh, is that how I want to feel? You're you're simply gathering the data. And then you're learning, oh, I really liked being with Tony. I'll just say that. Um, I really liked being with Tony and I want to get to know him more. I'm going to invest more of my time and energy and be more vulnerable. I'm going to intentionally invest. So Notice I'm not using dating multiple people as a way to avoid emotional investment. I'm actually using it as the opposite. I'm using it as a learning tool to help me have abundance mindset, to make really good relationship decisions. And I'm saying, hey, of all my experiences, this is the one that feels most aligned to me. And I'm going to intentionally invest in this connection, right? And I think what's... What's really important to realize is this does require, so point number three, to do this well, it requires transparency. It requires you talking this through with your partner. So being able to say, hey, you know, I know we're not exclusive and yeah, 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 I'm going on some dates, getting to know people. And I hope that as we continue to get to know one another, if we decide that we want to be exclusive, let's talk about it right? So just 
And I always talk about build a great relationship culture. When you're building great relationship culture, you start with transparency, even in the dating stages. You start with, yeah, you know, I am still talking to people or I am still getting to know other people. And I hope that we continue to talk about that. And, um, you know, I value understanding how that makes you feel. And I hope that if you're seeing other people that you let me know as well, it's just having that transparency. Now, let's say hypothetical scenario, you've been dating three people, you've gone on a few coffee dates, you've gone on a walk in the park, you're getting to know these people and you have one person that really stands out. We'll call him Tim. I'm all T T names today. Tim, you're really enjoying your time with Timothy. You really, really want to get to know him. And you've realized when I think about going on the dates with Jake and Justin, I, I'm, I'm making up names. When I think about going on the dates with them, I'm not excited. I'm really not looking forward to it. Um, I don't feel that same compatibility. I don't like how I feel in their presence. I am really excited about going on more dates with Tim. So this would be an opportunity for you then to have a conversation with Tim and put it out there and just say, Hey, how do you feel like things are progressing with us? Are you, are you enjoying getting to know each other? Are, are you at a place where you would want to be exclusive? And maybe for my anxiously attached people, I think it's important to really acknowledge um, doing the what you can to move towards secure attachment before having these conversations. Because of course, it can be anxiety provoking. Of course, it can make your stomach feel nauseous and give you butterflies. Like you have to be able to move towards secure attachment as much as you can before these conversations and be really honest about what you want. Because sometimes we think we want to be exclusive, but we're actually not ready. So I think it's very important to sit with yourself, tune in, be honest with yourself. Are you ready to be exclusive? And if you are, great. Open it up to conversation. Have a conversation with your partner, just like you would about anything down the road, right? Once again, relationship culture, how we have these early conversations sets the standard for our relationship. So you want to navigate it in an open, honest, direct kind of way. And it should feel like a relief. It should feel good. It should help build secure attachment when we decide to be exclusive. And of course, there are people who pace investment, who pace exclusivity at different rates. And of course, my friends with avoidant attachment style struggle to match up with um, their partners on this. So likely their partner is going to come to them first and request it before they're ready. And I think it's really, really important to 
work through what comes up as we have those conversations and work through it with our partners. Because if we can openly and honestly say, Hey, I'm really enjoying getting to know you. I like where our relationship is going. And I'm noticing I feel scared or I feel rushed when we talk about becoming exclusive. Are you open to having this conversation again in a couple of weeks or a month from now? And then here's the thing. You get to make your requests and your partner always gets to decide, how do I want to respond? Am I okay with that? Right? Instead of what a lot of people do who are not comfortable with communication is they just kind of beat around the bush. They're like, hey, things have been going so great. I just don't want to mess it up. Like, let's not change anything. That doesn't help, right? It's like, clearly, we're, we're not comfortable with the conversation. We're not ready to have the conversation yet. We can be enjoying someone's company and not ready to be exclusive. Those things can coexist. And my anxiously attached folks need to hear that. Avoidantly attached folks need to hear that. You can communicate, I am enjoying getting to know you and I'm not ready to take the next step. What I need is a few more weeks. What I need is a bit more time getting to know you, right? And then, of course, this is people working together, get to co-create secure attachment and feel into how do we co-create that as a couple? What do each of us need, right? So this is kind of how you move from dating multiple people to becoming exclusive. And here's one, one thing I want to throw out. When you are emotionally dysregulated, when you potentially are experiencing anxious attachment, avoidant attachment, disorganized attachment, if you're experiencing any of those insecure attachment styles, anything that's not secure falls under the insecure bucket, right? If you're experiencing that, you're emotionally dysregulated. If you know you really, really struggle with communication, you might not be emotionally predispositioned or emotionally ready to date multiple people. In dating multiple people, it is kind of like, I'm trying to think of this, kind of like the CrossFit of dating. It takes it takes a little bit of skill and knowledge and you have to be able to communicate well. And not anybody can just go in a CrossFit gym and throw some weights around. Like you have to have a bit of skill. And some of those skills include, can you move yourself to secure attachment? Can you communicate openly, honestly, directly, assertively? Do you have healthy belief systems about yourself and about relationships, right? There's all these things that are going to support you and help make dating multiple people so much easier. So I just want to throw that caveat out there that you may not be emotionally ready for dating multiple people. And there's also nothing wrong with that. Don't let that deter you from dating. You may just want to take a different approach where you're getting to know one person at a time and that's fine. And some people, some people prefer that. So I think this episode's helpful though, because I think it's important to understand the pros, to understand why, why it can be helpful and to understand that 
as long as you can communicate openly, honestly, directly, you can move yourself towards secure attachment. You're clear about what you want. You can tune into what your boundaries are, your standards are. Then by all means, it could be a very helpful thing in your dating life. That's another important piece, right? Like knowing what our boundaries and our standards are as well. Um, If for you, dating multiple people means, hey, I'm not engaging in sexual intimacy and I would expect the same of my partner, then guess what? That's a conversation you have to have, right? You have to be open and honest about what are your standards? What are your boundaries? What are your non-negotiables? Um. And obviously no one's perfect. I got to throw that out there too. This we're going to make mistakes. We're not perfect. And part of building secure attachment is, Hey, if there's a rupture or there's a reason that I became, um, really emotionally dysregulated in my connection with you. And I felt the story I was telling myself is that you're no longer interested in me. And maybe I did some protest behaviors where I threatened or break up with you, right? Like All of that could happen. And can you still navigate back to secure attachment? No, no secure attached relationships are perfect. They simply can navigate back to secure attachment in a way that helps the relationship become stronger and helps the relationship grow. Okay. I love this. I love getting to talk about this. I feel like I... I'd done something on my stories on Instagram a while ago, and so many of you had responded to this topic. So I wanted to make sure I got this episode out. My second half of this episode, we're cruising right along here. The second half is a little bit of tough love. And a lot of people need to hear this. So buckle up. This may or may not apply to you, but it probably does. Um, We need to talk about clearing your love doorway. What do I mean by that? So many people have relationships from their past, situationships, maybe relationships that almost happened and never quite did, people you matched with on an app that still follow you on Instagram and still send hard eyes to your stories. We have all of these um, connections that didn't, they're not quite a relationship, could have been. Maybe the person didn't have emotional capacity or you dated in the past, right? All of these people who you may have heard me say paperclips, which it's funny, that term paperclip came from that Microsoft Office little paperclip named Clippy and how he would just like pop up out of nowhere. You didn't know when he was going to pop up and he would just pop up, right? And then disappear. Um, So some of us have these paperclip relationships that are there and they're popping up and they are blocking your love doorway. I talk about this in my book, Love Magnet. And the metaphor I use in my book is about couches. And some of you have these old relationships that are the floral print, heavy, outdated couch taking up the space in your living room. You know, you need a new couch. You know, that couch doesn't fit your life. It does not fit the vibe. The aesthetic is off. It's dirty. It's dusty. It doesn't feel comfortable. 
that couch needs to go, yet it's still in your living room and you're dating and you're trying to bring new people into your life. And it's as if you're buying this new beautiful couch and you're just placing it on top of the old couch and expecting that to work. Until you clear the space in your love life, that sacred, beautiful relationship space needs to be cleared out so that you can intentionally bring in the relationship that you want to take up that space, right? Until you've cleared it out, energetically, you will not attract the relationship that you really want, the relationship that meets your standards. So you need to clear out the space. And you may be wondering, well, we just talked about dating multiple people. Yes, doing so intentionally, right? And I'm talking about being in our space, having an energetic input from us, we have to realize the value that that is, right? And if I'm dating multiple people, it's like, I'm looking at the different couches online. Maybe I'm going to sit on some, oh my gosh, you know, I'm experimenting with the couches. Okay. But I'm not bringing them into my house. And some of you have old relationships that are in your love space. They are in your house and they are taking up the space that is meant for your new partner. That is meant for the person who you can grow with and build a great relationship with. And until you get them out of your space, you won't be able to bring in the relationship you want. I say it with love. I say it with compassion. I say it as someone who has had a lot of old couches taking up space and someone who had to really intentionally clear those out. So what does this look like? It looks like being really honest with yourself. Who are the people that in the back of my mind, if I ever you know, maybe someday it could magically work out with them, even though they've shown no signs of being emotionally available or actually being able to build a great relationship with you, right? Like, even though they've shown no signs of that, you still have this fantasy of like, oh, maybe someday if the circumstances were right, who are those people? And you can, you have a few options here. Choose your own adventure here of, do you want to directly let them know that you are intentionally clearing space in your life and you're being more boundaried and you won't be in communication with them. Or you can do the fade out where you simply don't respond. Maybe you, and it just, it's so dependent on your connection, right? Like there are people that are probably texting you on a regular basis that you would have to have a conversation with. And then there's people that maybe they just randomly messaged you on Instagram once every six months and all you need to do is block them. You don't actually have a relationship. Every relationship's different in terms of what kind of communication does it warrant from you. And only you know, only you know what's going to feel good to you. You're going to sleep well at night that you communicated with integrity and you let someone know, but you have to decide to clear the space. And the beautiful thing is when you do that, you will be more attracted to people who are emotionally available, who really want to build what you want to build. And you have the energetic space in your life. 
So a lot of us, just my point here is that a lot of us don't even realize the impact that those little almost relationships or people from our past, just the impact that it has on you unconsciously and from an energetic standpoint, it's like energetic leaks. You have these little leaks of energy and initially it doesn't seem like much, but over time you're giving energy to people that don't deserve it, right? That, that have not earned to take up the relationship space in your life. And I think a lot of us don't realize that we're not even wanting the relationship with those past people or the occasional um, paperclip people who pop up. Like we don't even really care about the relationship. Unconsciously, we have become addicted to the dopamine hit that we get when these people reach out to us. We are addicted to the dopamine and the validation. And maybe some of us have outsourced our self-worth. And if we don't get that hard eye emoji or the, Ooh, you look good today or whatever the heck it is. Like if we don't get that, then we're feeling like our worth is lower. So really important to take ownership of your self-worth to be very boundaried about who is in your relationship space And to have whatever conversations you need to have to clear out those old couches, those dusty, crusty couches that are taking up space in your life, clear them out so you can make room for that intentional, great relationship to come into your life. Okay. I am done preaching. I'm putting my megaphone down. Um, (laughs) Once again, just something that I wish somebody would have told me, right? Like I thought it was harmless. I thought it was no big deal to maintain those relationships. It is a big deal. It's your energy. Your energy is so valuable. And if you're not giving it to your partner right now, that's okay. If your partner is not in your life yet, that's all right. That energy is better spent for yourself, for your friendships, for your family, for your relationship with God, for your health. Like your energy needs to go other places. These past connections, the plastic plants that have no ability to grow, have no ability to go anywhere. They don't deserve your energy, period. All right, y'all. I appreciate you. I hope today's tough love resonated with some of you. And if you're ready to throw out the couches, you're ready to do the work, you want to bring in your lifelong partner that you can grow and build a healthy, securely attached relationship with, you know that I would love to coach you. We do have some limited spots left here in April for the Empowered Secure Love Program. It's everything you need to rewire your brain for healthy love, to learn how to embody secure attachment, and then to attract that great relationship that you've always wanted. So make sure you apply to the program. Link is in the show notes and in my Instagram bio. Of course, you know, I appreciate you being a listener of the show. Thanks for being here. Give yourself gratitude for showing up for you. And as always, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon.
You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.